Oh my goodness. Well, I am super excited and uh, so stoked about this evening's call. Uh, excuse me. So it's it's we might have a little clowning going on tonight. Uh, this is actually this is a this is a reunion. This is okay? this is a reunion. Um, There's no water fountain. Yeah. What? Uh, no, no, no. But we actually we we need to take it back before then, right? So and, and I don't know whether to say this uh, in, a, in a shameful or unshameful way, but let me just explain. Um, so, of course, uh, this is the Understanding a Man podcast and want to thank everybody who is just joining us uh, this evening, this morning, this afternoon, wherever you are in this world uh, listening in. And so, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm excited today. OK, because I have uh, not only a person persons that have like been riding with me from day one, but like, you know, we're also going to have some candid conversation on an amazing conference that's coming up very soon on uh, the Boundary Summit. And so we're going to talk about it in just a moment. But if I went back to my my, my so y'all, some of the people listening, y'all might not know me in my in my infancy stages. So about five years ago. Okay, it's about four or five years ago. <laughs> right. Um, I was just getting started, just released uh, my first book, Understanding a Man. Wait, wait, that one right there. So I released that book over there, right? And so I was obviously getting out there showing the book or whatever. So uh, my amazing, I guess we I can call her a lifelong friend because we're talking about about 20 plus years or whatever. Um, that uh, Miss Joy Stokes, who's here. Uh, she had a, a she was so popular around Atlanta that she had multiple vending sites going on. And so she called me and she said, hey, Elam, listen, I got this 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 vending opportunity here, but I got to be over here. And so if you go to this one and just like, you know, I'm going to have a joysticks and then you do your understanding of man. And I'm like, OK. Right. So I'm like super hyped, like, oh, my God, I got a, a vending booth. <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, it. it this, this it sparked an amazing it, it it sparked two amazing relationships one that's on the phone right now one that's not um but uh it was at Greenbrier Mall um and so Greenbrier Mall you know it, green is green Atlanta yeah I know Greenbrier Mall so I'm in there I'm vending I'm doing my thing this is like maybe an hour or two in and this uh this amazing individual walks up to me and we just started talking and like uh oh uh, okay, there you go. And so like 30 minutes later, we're still talking and exchanging numbers. And here we are today, um, just still uh, having amazing conversation over and over and over again. Uh, she was an individual that helped me walk into the coaching space and understand some parameters around that. And I'll allow her to uh, give her her credentials in that space as well. But uh, so I met Pamela Bird. And I also met April Mason as well that 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 uh, that weekend as well. So uh, those of you know her. Um, so I am going to um, introduce somebody who I just absolutely love, love, love her. And, um, you know, she's just out here shaking and moving, doing her thing, has to tell us about this dope summit that's going to come up. And um, so she's going to come on board. And then I got just the homie, just the, the just the homie. I, there's no other way to put it. Just the homie, 
uh, inside and out. We, I mean, from the ignorant days of kicking it in Atlanta to <laughs> to, to just uh, yeah, yeah, we. <laughs> <laughs> to just uh, today, just also rocking and rolling. Um, two authors that are on the line. Um, and, uh, you know, my heart is kind of like big right now. So I got to kind of calm it down. So let me bring on board my first guest, Miss Pamela Bird. Okay. Pamela Bird, if you could just come on board, it's kind of like it's this is a nostalgic moment as we're talking this evening. Um, if you could just give people your 411, where you're from, what you're doing, and all that good stuff, and then we're going to kind of go forward from there. Absolutely. Well, first of all, I just want to say thank you, Elam. And I'm so glad that Joy could be here, your uh, road dog. Right. <laughs> but I will tell you, my name is Pamela Bird, and I'm a boundaries coach, and I'll tell you a little bit about that in a minute. But I just want to reminisce. I'm going to go back to that day that I <laughs> And I was at the Greenbrier Mall doing a video of just because I think it was a, F, a Black History um, a celebration tribute. Yep. I was doing a Facebook Live, I remember, and mm. just looking at the beautiful people that were there, the beautiful vendor booths and everything. And I think I brought the camera over to you. Yeah. And start asking you some questions. Right. And the first time I had met you and I just came and introduced myself. And after we finished that interview, I saw Joystick. And I, oh, or maybe that's what brought me over there. And I was like, Joy, you know Joy? You don't know Joy. And it was just from there, I just knew that we had a good connection. And, you know, the conversation that you and I had, Elon, was so deep because the, you know, just the whole thing you had up about understanding a man and that whole thing was just beautiful. And it was attracting. And so we had this conversation. We were talking so long, my husband came over and, like, what are you talking about? Who are you talking to? Right. They got into the conversation. And it, I think it even went longer than that after that. Cause you know, when that testosterone gets together, it goes crazy. Right. So, I just wanted to say again, thank you, Elam. And joy has always been special to me. Joy, we've known each other, not as long as you and Elam, but we've known each other. And from the moment I saw you with that platinum blonde hair, <laughs> not the platinum. Met you. She was sat in front of me and I said, she was in a seat in front of me at a meeting. And I said to her, I didn't even know her. I just kind of tapped her on the shoulder. She turned around and said, girl, your hair is so nice. And she's like, oh, thank you. And we start talking. She did it just like that too. She did that. She did that. <laughs> I, I got a down pat, don't I? So, uh, that's so funny. Yeah. So anyway, I'm just glad to be in the company of the two of you. I'm honored and blessed to be in your um in relationship with you guys as friends. I um I don't life coach, uh, but I'm particularly focused on helping women to set healthy boundaries in right. all areas of life. Cause that, that's why I became a boundaries coach because I saw that there was a deficiency in the number of people, not just women, but men as well that were having, were able to set healthy boundaries. They didn't know what it was. What, you know, how do I know what's healthy? How do I know what's, what's not healthy? And their behaviors are based on the, on the, on the boundaries they set in their lives. And right. So, that's how I came about. I've been I've practicing my uh, as a coach for probably for the past 15 years. Okay. And be, over those years, realized the significance of helping people to set healthy boundaries. And so began to really hone in on that over the last 10 years. And okay. uh, it's, it's just elevating every year. 
So, and and you have a book that you recently released, right, Pam? I do. It's called. Hey, talk to us real quick about that book. Okay, the book is called "I Had a Twin: Disrupting the Cycle of Childhood Trauma." Okay. What happened was um, last year, my I had a twin sister. That's why it's called "I Had a Twin." Okay. My twin, my twin sister passed away. She committed suicide, okay. and it was at that point. I knew that there was something that I needed to do. Okay. I started to do some research. I did acquire all of my sister's journals and her recorded therapy sessions. Now these were therapy sessions that she recorded, not anything that was, you know, approved by the federal drug administration or anything like that. But I was able to glean so much information that by the time I finished uh, and, and wrote the book within that last year, or this year, mm-hmm. I had a piece. I knew exactly why she had done what she had done. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And so did, did it, you know, is that what led to, you know, the summit that you have going on right now? Because before we bring on one of the, the amazing speakers that you have um, for the summit, you know, you, you got, you, you got something big coming up in October and uh, people need to know about it. So, Talk to us about, you know, what's that book went from there to where we are here with the summit. Talk to us. All right. One of the things I started a couple years ago was a group on Facebook. It's called Let's Talk Boundaries. Okay. Now, the reason I started this group, it's a private group. The reason I started it because I wanted to give people an opportunity to vent and to share and to ask questions about different situations that they're in that they weren't sure how to handle as it relates to setting healthy boundaries. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, sometimes people set healthy boundaries, set unhealthy boundaries. So they didn't really understand. So I, I started this group and it started out pretty well. But then when my sister passed, And doing the research, what I realized was a lot of the people that were coming to my group, that were members of the group, were not able to set the right boundaries because they had not dealt with their childhood traumas. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the behaviors, a lot of the comments, a lot of the outcomes that they're getting are the result of not having dealt with the childhood traumas that they Okay. So when I when I started to put all of that together, I thought, what's the best way to help people to set boundaries? Because somebody can tell you, oh, you need to set boundaries. You need to tell her this. You need to tell her that. You need to not go there. You need to not go there. No, you can tell somebody to do something all you want. But if they don't have it within them to have the courage to even go back to figure out why they can't get people to honor their boundaries or even mm. accept them, mm. then never going to be able to get to the point where they do what somebody else suggested they do. oh can we just uh, can we just hit the pause button just for one second because that that setting boundaries thing is so important and um you know it's it's just something that it's it sounds simple yeah but it's a process would you agree such a process and um you know if if we're looking at if, if we're looking at just the boundaries overall, if you if you were to say inside of your coaching space, mm-hmm. right? Um, if you want to give the 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 if you want to give the one minute, because I I, I want to kind of move forward on a couple of the items, because I know I know you're busy, so you know um, I want to. If you can give us a one minute understanding of how do I set a boundary? How do I do that? Because th- th- what does that look like? Okay. 
Well, in order to set a boundary, you first have to know your value. Okay. Ooh. You have to know what you bring to the table. Mm, that value mm. word. Oh, Lord. Go ahead. <laughs> but many people are unaware of their, their value. And a lot of that stems from their childhood because they didn't feel valued. Mm. They didn't even feel wanted. Mm. So a lot of them in so many areas were ban- abandoned that now oh. they're carrying that on with them in their adult lives. And they're, okay. they're creating what I call in the book, residual, uh, they're getting residual effects mm-hmm. from, the, from the trauma that they didn't deal with. Mm. So now, there, that residual effect is causing behavior that's unhealthy, it's dysfunctional, it's toxic, Oof. and it's preventing them from using doing big it. words. Using yeah. big words now, those are big words. <laughs> you know what? I got them in the book, and I even got them spelled out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but you know what, though, Pam? Here's the thing so, Miss Pamela Bird, you have uh, also uh, you know different uh, speakers that are going to be coming on board mm. and talking about different topics. So, I would like to ask you to just maybe run down a couple of the topics and then introduce uh, you know, our, our, our additional guest that we have here who's going to be talking about a topic as well. So, if you could just run down a couple of topics that you're going to be talking talking about at the summit or that your speakers will. And if you can bring uh, joy on board to kind of, you know, talk about a couple of things. So I'll do that. I'll do that. I'll be happy to do that. Now I will tell you within my uh, Facebook group, the private group, let's talk boundaries. I did a poll to see what type of information they would like. People would like to hear. Right. And what are some of the challenges that they're having? And you know what? It's interesting because these topics were such as how to not feel guilty when you say no to someone. Mm. How to how to write that down. Oh Lord, I didn't even know that one. Oh. oh yeah. How to make sure, you know, they were concerned that people won't like them. Mm. They're concerned about their boundaries will be too rigid, you know, just you know, afraid of what was what the outcome was going to be once they did set the boundary. Mm. What if somebody doesn't like me anymore? What if they don't honor it? What do I do then? So what we did was I have a co-host and her name is Jennifer Lampkins and she's out mm. of Wisconsin and she's, mm. a, she's a spiritual coach. We got together and started talking about what type of speakers and what type of topics we wanted to talk about and and it's interesting look how god works because each of the individuals that i asked they had they came with a powerful powerful topic based on their experiences based on their struggles based on their theories you know how they've come from one place to another one i mean just serious transformation Mm -hmm. and each of these individuals are going to be talking about the one key area where, which, which was once a weakness that has become a strength. Mm. So they're going to be sharing with each of the members or each of the listeners, uh, the participants in the summit, how they did it, what their story was. And they're going to come up with some tips for everyone on, you know, how to handle this, how to, how to handle that. So we're looking at, you know, marriage uh, in a marriage. How about in a divorce? You know, okay picking up the pieces after divorce mm-hmm. there is life after divorce and how do you right. manage that we're okay. talking about, um you know here you know having your voice and having your right. voice heard okay and, and then the beauty of knowing in o i n g the beauty of saying no how do you do that okay how do you figure out how to say no like that question you asked me in the beginning so you'll learn how to do that and mm. then you know we've got 11 speakers and okay. 11 speakers that are going to be 
Can I just say 11 speakers? I'm the only man. Okay. All right. So keep going. All right. So go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was about to break that news, but so, <laughs> there are 11 speakers. Again, this is, this is a summit. It's not, it's geared towards women, but it's not exclusively for women. So if you know men right. who would like to hear about setting boundaries, right. to learn how to set it with people in their lives right. or, you know, how to get that, that value instilled mm-hmm. in them, you know, then this is who this summit is for. Now, of the 11 speakers, there are two that are right here, right now. And one of them, of course, is Elam. Elam is going to be speaking on a powerful topic as far as dating and wisdom. Oh, that value, that value word. Let's just remember that word value, y'all. We're going to come back to, I'm sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah see, get, yeah, I can't get him rolling. <laughs> And then we have Joy. Joy is going to be talking about you can have it all. You can have it all. And I'm not going to steal her thunder if she wants to give you a preview of that. But uh, if anybody can talk about that, this is, and the reason I chose, I thought about Joy is because Joy is such a phenomenal businesswoman. That's right. Woman, and she is doing so much. And if anyone ever wonders why they, you know, make excuses about something they can't do, they can't be where they want to be, y'all just need to look at a picture of Joy. That's my dog. Yes, look at a picture of Joy. So, Joy, I'm gonna give it, give it over to you. Yeah. What up, Joy? <laughs> What's going on, Elo? Hey, Pam. How are you? What up? What up? What up? Excited that. You know, um, everything happened the way that it happened today. Obviously, when Sila woke up at five o'clock in the morning, I was like, what in the world? But it's perfect because she's asleep and I can get up here and we can talk about the Boundary Summit and we can joke around um, about how, you know, not just have I known Elam since he's grown his business, but I, I've known Elam since college. So like right, he, right, he right. mentioned Hampton, you know. Yeah, um, we need knee high knee high to a June bug, you know what I'm saying? And, and MCI, you know, we're not gonna talk right. about MCI at all. Uh, but right. um, when he was getting his sales on. Um but <laughs> uh, I just want to say thank you, Elam, you know, for allowing me the opportunity to come on to your understanding the man platform and um share a little bit about me. Thank you, Pam, for allowing me the opportunity to be a part of your Boundary Summit. I definitely am excited um, to work with both of you guys again. And um, I just love how God works because when I asked Elam to come and do the vending booth with me afterwards, he was like, so I met this woman named Pam, you know, and then I met this. <laughs> I mean, when I tell you, he was so excited about being there. And I think it's one of the things um, that Greenbrier. I'm sorry. At Greenbrier. Greenbrier. At first, he was like, Where, Joy? And I was like, I mean, you be all right. You be all right. You be all right. You know, like the one that happened was. Right. You'll be, you'll be perfectly fine, Elam. And um, and he was. He was he was taken care of. He met some awesome people. And, you know, I mean, and that was years ago. And I think it's right. awesome pretty cool because every time I reach out to Elam about wanting to work together um, when it comes to vending, he's like, let's do it, you know? Um, And, um, and I'm, I kind of feel like I put, I pull him into a space that I know that he does really, really great at. Right. Um, 
just doesn't do it as often. And obviously with the pandemic, you know, things have changed with, you know, just putting yourself out there. But, you know, um, I just want to say I'm proud of both of you guys and I'm excited to be a part of the summit and I'm excited to be here. I um, I am going to be talking about how you can have it all because I do believe that you can. Um, I just believe that you have to have a vision of what that looks like for you. Come because, on, come on. Uh, if you were to go by society standards, you know, having a getting married at 40 and having a baby at 42, I was like, you know, out of, right. out of whack and out of reach with everything, you know, and there are a lot right. of women that are still single that are still questioning are, am I going to ever get married? Will I ever have children?